welcome to the Painterback Quarterly Slush Pile. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are here to demystify the editorial process for you by essentially holding an editorial meeting um, to illustrate the process. We've got two poems today by Ryan Bullenbach, and we're real excited to jump in, but we should let you know who the we is. Going to start with myself, as I always do, just a thing, I guess. I'm Kathleen Volkmiller, and I am in the sound studio in Philadelphia. And on my left is... Addison Davis. Addison Davis. Hi. Hello. I've got two really wonderfully voiced males in here today because you know how much I love something new? I don't think we've had something new in a while. We have Warren Longmire. Hey! Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Since it's your first time, you want to tell us just a smidge about yourself? Sure thing, yeah. Uh, lots going on. Uh, program manager for the Camden uh, Nick Frigilio Writers House. Uh, lots of great things coming in there. And also, I'm the coordinator for poetry events for Blue Stoop. A way long title for uh, <laughs> for essentially just like calling up people and trying to get them to come to Philly to read. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, wonderful. Yep, Warren's, Warren's definitely um, an institution to himself in the city, mm. and we're really psyched to have him with us. Too kind, too kind. <laughs> and uh, I guess let's stay in America. Is that Does that mean it's me? Yep. Does that mean I have? You're I, the only I one Jason. left in America. <laughs> <laughs> I am Jason Schneiderman. I'm coming to you from Brooklyn at my mother's writing secretary desk. Um, looking out over my beautiful block in Bedford-Stuyvesant, Brooklyn. Love it, love it, love it. All right, and now we bounce. Are you guys together, Marion and Sam? We are cuddled up together. (laughs) Yay, I love when you're together. We'll have to to turn the video on and take some pics at some point. And snuggles here in Abu Dhabi in the throes of a pandemic and Mm -hmm. happy and healthy. Um, I was sort of joking about that, but not really, I guess. No. Wash your hands. Yeah. Use hand sanitizer and don't lick anyone. Um, and that, hi, that, Mary. There goes my and social life. Is, <laughs> Mine too. Where are you guys? Uh, we're in my apartment in okay. uh, downtown Abu Dhabi watching the sunset. Nice. Oh, beautiful. Very, very nice. Has whiskey yeah. been opened or are you being good? No, but but Sam's drinking a soda out of a Powers glass. Yes. What's <laughs> <laughs> in my glass? <laughs> all right. Yep. Well, we're all on the coffee over here. So right. we are indeed on the coffee. <laughs> so hopefully we'll all be okay. So yes, we have a wonderfully uh, big crew. We are an even number. So Joe Zhang, our our. I don't know, we can't think of a great adjective quickly, sorry. Our illustrious sound engineer. That works. Um, He will be our tiebreaker, right, Joe? If a a tie should arise. Um, So now let's... (laughs) <laughs> so now let's have a uh, a show of hands or or, or just a, a shout out. Who would like to read the first poem by Roland, Ryan Bollenbach? Well, so, I'll read it. All right, Warren, jumping New right person, in. I'm in out. This, yeah. this is why we love him. Yeah, I do say yes to too many things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you help me out on this first one? Was it Adiago for strings? Adagio. Adagio. Adagio for strings. No one wanted this smoke. Not William Defoe or the Abatross, 
whose wings Willem borrowed as splint for his splayed arms as if real bullets ripped through him. Not at the wisteria, wisteria, there we go, wisteria, planting its tentacles on the ground, sweaty palm, like the sun taking pennies as a return investment on heat. I drove my truck at 40 miles per hour over the gray-blue asphalt and looked into the eyes of Sun Sandhill Crane, crossing the road unfazed by the wind whipping off my steel bumper. On the radio, there was a composer giving a talk about the hope he found in the last note of Sam Barber's Adagio Adagio for Strings. As if of body memory, Mark's corpse rose from a bare patch of sand on the side of Interstate 75. As if of body memory, Chris's corpse rose from the gated-in parking lot of a pain management center in Northeast Tampa. The the ground swallowed every traffic sign in the immune system response after swallowing them both in the same road. I drove that interstate northbound to escape the gulf and the ocean overtaking Florida's serrated coast. I keep only the smoke, the black hawk's wingspan, and the violin notes piled on top of each other like bodies to be burned. I remember the way the sand hill crane did not flinch. I cannot put my tongue around that. Under the trees where I slipped into dreams, I woke skewered by what the composer said and the question the crane's eyes asked in response. From my morning stomach, I pulled speakers made from of the hearts of the alligators I've eaten. Placing them in between the saw palm bushes, I started them broadcasting, uh, once again, (laughs) adagio for strings in a staggered order. In the clearing, there were bushes of pintas and evalvras in the shape of soldiers kneeling in the sound. There were squirrels kneeling, snakes bending their bodies to kneel, bobcats kneeling, Chris kneeling, Mark kneeling. The dusk sun made shadows of the withered tops of trees. The wind blew its violin trills, and all the hearts I planted fell on their sides in unison, restarting in unison from the top just as the shadows started to grow. Blue smoke rose from the grasses. Woo! Great one. Thanks. That was a lot. Yeah, yeah, that was a hefty one. I didn't know what I was getting into. (laughs) Made it, though. We missed our first poem. Kudos to you for jumping in. Hey. really make Adagio. Adagio. Speakers out of alligator hearts? Sounds like it. I mean, you can't pull it from your morning stomach, I know, but like, I don't know. Like, for some reason, that that image is amazing. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How big are alligator hearts? It can't be that big. Well, and he's eating them. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like really deep in that image. I am like, I have just, I have just fallen inside those heart speakers. But I love alligators. Mm-hmm. And we're, and you know, we we're, wow. It's just, it's a, an overwhelming flood of images but mm-hmm. I'm not saying that in a negative way at all no. when when Chris's corpse rose from the gated in parking lot of a pain management center in northeast Tampa I you know I was going nowhere else yeah. <laughs> like that yeah yeah 
And so I think the, the way those images like spiral and whirl and then and then just sort of like like stitch together together almost like it seems as if like a series of non sequiturs, but it's one hundred percent tied to the speaker's like like consciousness and and you know just like stream of consciousness, right? And starting with the image from Platoon, right? That Willem Dafoe arms up getting shot down at the end of platoon and that that's where the samuel barber adagio for strings comes in so it's Mm -hmm. like that famous cinematic moment and the score is the adagio for strings and it's soul crushing if you haven't seen it run don't walk right Mm -hmm. um to watch that movie in that particular moment but to go from there to the radio right talking you know listening to the composer and then it's the you know boom 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 the the images of those of those guys who've passed right and then it it sort of gets framed or reframed um as a mil like like someone in the military who's like i don't know clobbered by grief and dealing with it right like making his way through by making these connections Mm. right um as he's driving and I really love that image of the serrated coast, right? I just thought mm-hmm. that was oh gorgeous. Yeah. Specific, yeah. specific image. Really gorgeous. Uh, I don't know what a pentas or a evolvus is. They're, they're the plants. Thing. They're flowers. Okay. okay. Um, um, yeah. Sorry. No, I think we talk about this a lot, like sort of like the difference between good lost and bad lost. Yeah, yeah. And like, I mean, I just can't get over the, um, I mean, there's so many things that direct you to kind of read this figuratively. And yet, mm. like, I just keep coming back to these images, like the serrated edge of the Florida coast. From my morning stomach, I pulled speakers made of hearts of the alligators I have eaten, placing them in between the saw palm bushes. I started them broadcasting adagio for strings in a staggered order. Like, right. uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just sort of like I, I read I, I, I'm a very literal reader and like a very, very literal reader. And um, wow, like I just sort of kept tumbling into these images and landscapes and they're so Florida. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so Florida. Um smoke rose from the grasses blue smoke rose from the grasses and i love i mean the rhythms are really what's i mean i i really believe like at some weird basic level that what's persuasive is not language but rhythm Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like this restarted in unison from the top just as the shadows started to grow blue smoke rose from the grasses like the way that the stresses like get denser and you have like those three really strong ones like in that last line but as you've sort of had this like dactylic movement across the second to last line like i'm i'm on board and it is it is that last image of those ghosts kneeling man right it's um it's like this deeply creepy deeply creepy and and it's hard to to look away from that right um that and also just as a side note to the sandhill crane i love that that's the bird right the sandhill crane gets referenced a couple times because side note slushies um if you're interested at all in the jersey devil uh, <laughs> the jersey devil <laughs> it always often, goes back to the jersey devil 
always, it always does. So <laughs> people, people see a sandhill crane in the Pine Barrens and they, and they think that's the Jersey Devil oh. because of its like wild wingspan, mm. right? And, yeah. it's, and it's from Florida. So just interesting side notes. Mm-hmm. Interesting side note. I, I want to, um, I don't think that those, because this is so me. Mm. Boy, do we project our own stuff onto stuff, yo. But uh, he wakes up and in my mind, he performs mm-hmm. a ceremony. That was not creepy yeah. to me. That was a beautiful, beautiful tribute at the end. Mm-hmm. And even though the corpse is kneeling, the animal's kneeling, mm. you know, that, that, you know, I woke up under the trees and pulled the, you know, the hearts out and all that. I, I, I see that as just a gorgeous tribute. Mm. Yeah. And Mary, yes. I'm sorry. I, I was no, no, no. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Just, I love, I love that sort of correction too, because it's, it's like this, um, that ceremonial quality, right? And it does feel like a, like, and I guess this is why I said creepy. It feels like a resurrection. It feels like he's mm-hmm. raising, he's raising something there, right? Mm-hmm. At the end, which I don't know. I, I actually, I love it. And I, and I like the sort of disturbance in me that it causes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. what you said in the very beginning, this, this, it, it, it doesn't seem as if it's all over the place. Th- this um, great cluster of diverse images mm. is entirely connected. I mean, there's not one, you know, even though we're talking about eating the alligator hearts, did he, you know, it's still all so perfectly woven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Addison, darling. <laughs> I am. Quiet. Yeah, <laughs> it was very dark and got me thinking. Like when we get to the, uh, where is this? The from my morning stomach, I pulled the speakers. I really like how it's, uh, how it's like level upon level of where this is coming from. From my morning stomach, I pulled speakers made of al- made of the hearts of the alligators I've eaten. Like we're, what is this? Yeah. Three three deep into where this is coming from. Mm. Um, and it's just like a really uh, internal noise that this person's bringing out. Mm-hmm. That's a great way to say it. Yeah. And the staggered order of the hearts, getting them to play mm-hmm. adagio for spring strings. A re- yeah. Yeah. Me personally, I, I could have gone for a little bit more control, uh, you know, like as in, in, in the, the huge clusters of images. The more we talk, the more I can kind of see where things are connecting. But what I come back to is uh, overtaking Florida's serrated coast. I keep only the smoke, the Blackhawks wingspan and the violin notes. There was something that just even in reading it, it was mm-hmm. it was a good pause, you know, just like it felt graceful. And uh, mm-hmm. in a way that I just felt overwhelmed by the connections between it's with at least like three different timelines that are happening inside of this poem all at the all at the same time. But, mm-hmm. uh, it was it was nice to just have a little moment of of, of rest in uh, in in these long sentences and and uh, colliding images here. And Warren, along with that, um, drop down just a little bit further in the poem, right? And you get. I cannot put my tongue around that. Mm, mm, and, yeah. 
like the way that comes after this that series of images, right? It's it does feel like this beautiful moment of rest, mm. right? And it's not refusal, right? It's it's like acknowledging the impossibility of of, of naming something, mm. even though there's this like wall of images and attempts to name the very thing. Mm. Yeah. Um, a reminder, slushies. When you hear nothing, don't just don't adjust your dial. <laughs> it is the sound of thinking. Mm. And also, we have the um, poems themselves on the podcast page. So if you're listening to it, it means the poems have been posted, and you can look at bbqmag.org and read along, read first, read after, but look at it on the or just glance at it on the page, see how it looks. This is one one wide, dense mm. poem. No stanza breaks. Uh, some lines go from margin to margin. I'm just uh, I'm filling time no. so that everybody can think. Has, has, anybody, has anybody listened to Adagio for strings? Uh, you know, so we can get like some recently. There? Yeah. Could, well, the it's, tone of it? it's well, a miracle. Yeah. I think I think we have an amazing sound engineer, and let's get a taste. So, so you've heard it. There we go. It, it's used in okay. movies at the moment that your heart's being ripped out. Yeah. No, it's yeah. a right? great movie soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Marion, you said it was from uh, Willem Dafoe's The uh, Platoon. Yeah, it's from Oliver. So Oliver Stone made this mm. movie called Platoon. I think it was but like in the 90s, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and the yeah. final sequence is Willem Dafoe, who is this like... Um, you know, powerfully important, uh, you know, uh, Vietnam soldier, and you're, you kind of love him. You know, he, he's the protagonist or one of the protagonists, so to speak, mm-hmm. in the film. Um, and he's been betrayed and he's running for the helicopter across the field. And it's, as I recall, it's in slow motion. I can't remember mm-hmm. that exactly. But what Stone does is use the adagio for strings against him running across the field being like gunned down basically mm. and the final scene or the final image of Willem Dafoe is it is what's described here like his arms are out right mm. um what's that first line say something about a, a um an albatross the mm-hmm. albatross whose wings Willem borrowed as a splint for his splayed yeah. arms so imagine his arms out his knees down his head's thrown back as the adagio just sort of ascends into that crescendo mm. And then as the composer says, like one of the like, what what some people would say is like the saddest note ever, right? Mm-hmm. The, this composer hears hope, right? Um, so I guess that's the that's the thing, Slushies. If it's possible, if the YouTube will let us, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll put a link to that moment um, in Platoon. And we'll also put a link to uh, the Adagio for Strings so you get the full contextual effect. Um, but that's, I, you know, I think that's what Ryan's playing with there, right? Mm-hmm. He's sort of, 
in a kind of ekphrastic way, right? Starting with that image from the film and using that as the trigger yeah. to the composer from the composer into his well, and, and the ways. Yeah, uh, that we've been taught to grieve and feel and experience by the movies. Mm. And right. the movies are impossible, right? Like the Walter Benjamin thing that the camera always sees from an inhuman perspective, from a mechanistic perspective. And so we have this like repertoire of moments that are impossible to experience from the inside. Um, you know, the people walking away from the explosion. Right, like that's nothing that you, the only position from which to see that as cool and exciting and awesome is from the camera's perspective. There's no human position from which to experience that. And so like, I, I mean, what I, what I sort of love about the way this is bringing that in is that it's kind of starting with this, this repertoire of grief, thrill, um, you know, the sort of majestic, noble human sacrifice, and then kind of moves towards this increasingly naturalistic moment in which all of nature comes together in this totally unnatural way. Um, and so like the two unnaturalnesses that kind of bookend or begin and then end the poem, where you're starting with this reference to something which is beautiful, but impossible from a human um, vantage, and then moving towards something where all of nature comes together to pay tribute in a way that's also unnatural, and, and then the music comes back. Yeah. I, yeah. I just found that masterful. Yeah. 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 Um, we do have another one, y'all. I'm wondering, all right. should we? Let's go. Should we vote? Yeah. You want to okay. vote first? So yeah. we do it just like mm -hmm. our regular meetings, right. uh, but they all uh, vote and Joe uh, reads their scores. Gotcha. Okay, we're ready. One, two, three, thumbs. <laughs> Stop the giggling, girls. I think you did pour the whiskey. Yeah. Let's get those votes in. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> and it's in. <laughs> Woohoo! Thank you, Ryan Bolenbach. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Lucky us. Mm. Super exciting. Uh, let me tell you something. I, I don't like it when everybody looks stuff up on the internet while they're on the podcast. I think I've told you that. It bugs me. And I did it just now <gasps> because I had to read. I had to read. I, I put in how big is an alligator heart. And while I was not able to discover that, <laughs> while I was not able to discover that, I did discover something interesting. And that is that all reptiles have three chambered hearts mm. except for the alligator and the crocodile. It has a four chambered heart. Like a mammal. Mm. So it's big um, enough. I would like to vote that how big is an alligator heart is the title of the episode. Mm -hmm. That that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> Let's see what happens next. <laughs> Speaking of projecting, I also wanted to say that in legend, when Percy Bysshe Shelley was dug up and burned on the funeral pyre, um, his heart would not burn. Oh yeah, right. yeah, and, yeah. And Mary Shelley kept his heart in a box. Like his charred, <laughs> unburned heart in a box. Now, now, do um, we? So, do, like, the heart always makes me think of that. The hearts that it just, I just go there. Do we believe this to be true? Well, I mean, I was reading something which said that, like, contemporary 
that contemporary observers reading these accounts believe that it was actually his liver and not his heart. <laughs> and I'm like, but the not burning part. <laughs> like, like I'm less worried about the organ part than the whole like not burning part. Like that seems like the more interesting. But anyway, yeah, I I do and I don't believe it. Like I, I live in a state of, of disbelief. I, you know, um, can I just say that I still think about last summer, my father had a valve replacement. And immediately after the valve replacement, the uh, heart surgeon came out into the waiting room and, and he was like so cavalier. He was like, oh yeah, it's done. Like mm. we saw him so fast. We were like, what what mm. happened? Oh my gosh. I, I truly thought the procedure wasn't able to happen for some reason, but like there was something oh. in his bearing that he was so Come, you know, he was so loose yeah. that I was like, everything's okay. He goes, oh, yeah, it's done. He was a champ. Everything's great. You want to see it? And flips <laughs> around his iPhone and showed us a video of the actual surgery. Oh, my God. So oh my, my God. Yep. Yep. I, that, so, that is not okay. I, that, that, I, I would I would I would not be OK. The point is that I saw the inside of my father's heart Oof. and 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 I love him, you know, deeply to the bottom of mine with all of mine. And I'm oh not a poet. So <laughs> I need one of you poets to write this up for me. OK. Oh, my God. There's okay. a challenge, slushies. Right. Yeah. Write a poem about me seeing my father's heart <laughs> minutes after he was Operated on mm. minutes. Okay. Okay. Well, let's get back to Ryan Ballenbach and um, and who's going to do this one? I think it's Jason. Is that what I heard? Okay. Did Jason say I, yes? I I yes. Sorry. <laughs> this is it is my karma. Um, thank you. My lover squawks, squawks, and then explodes. We spent the morning before just talking. He said, your body is slick, like construction equipment, how it can move the sand to make a runway for my unhurried strut. He said, your body is like a French fry on a laminated paper plate. In the high noon sun, I said, you have a survivor's disposition. It makes you gray. Slick and survivor made us think of our own days of darkness his coated in motor oil on the Gulf Coast in search of something white, mine coated in olive oil, garlic, sea salt tears, and smooth jazz. I told him his gray feathers and white food made me think of marbles. I told him that it seemed odd that he prefers dark drinks when we come out to the beach like this. He sipped his diet soda and said, you just don't understand but I saw the white shining in the furthest reaches of his black eyes that looked as if he was already gone. He walked toward me for a kiss, then changed direction, sprinted to the white pearl beached in the sand. I yelled to him as he passed me that I could see how after living in all that oil, the clean sand, the white could feel romantic, but inside I was hurt. He picked the piece from the sand with an instinctual fervor, then gave a soul-curdling squawk. He swallowed the Mentos and exploded like a 4th of July firework over Coney Island. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. Woo! Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
Yeah, that sums it up. My lever squawks, squawks, and then explodes. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Pretty Accurate time. On the nose there. On the nose. Spoiler alert. <laughs> no, it's really surprising. Yeah. Because you're being told that the lever's a bird, but you're still like, you don't really believe it until the whole message is Although, isn't that Alka-Seltzer? Isn't Alka-Seltzer that makes birds explode? I thought it was Alka-Seltzer, but maybe Mentos has the maybe same thing. Maybe Mentos too. has the same thing. I won't look it up. Thank Don't you, Google Jason. No. Don't Google. Wasn't there a whole thing of how if you put Mentos inside of Pepsi or Sprite? Oh, or Diet Coke. Diet Coke, yeah. yeah. It what was would happen? huge on the internet. Then it would just explode. Yeah. yeah. Volcano. Yeah. Well, then that does make sense that they would already also explode. Uh, that's it. Yeah, so I missed the Diet Coke earlier. Diet Coke. That's mixing with the Mentos. Mm. It's a chemical reaction. <laughs> I want to watch those videos so bad again. They definitely I'm not going moment. to. I'm like an addict. Like I'm, I'm like I'm scratching myself because I can't like Google. <laughs> but let's just let's just can we just stay on? This is gorgeous. Can we stay on? He said mm. your body is like a French fry on a laminated paper plate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you yeah. really get the POV, mm-hmm. that, yeah. that, now it makes sense. Amazing! Yeah. <laughs> it stopped me so much the first time. I was like, "Is that a good thing?" Mm. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, can I tell a quick story about a seagull? Please do. Uh, sure. So yes. this is a third third party story. Uh, it's from um, Spencer Crittenden, who's the who's the host of a couple podcasts. Uh, notably Harmontown. He's a dungeon master. <laughs> and um, there's a, when he was a kid, he uh, dug himself a hole in the sand to half bury his body. He covered himself up with a towel because he just wanted to catch a seagull. So not hurt the oh. seagull, just grab the seagull. <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> it, it definitely reminded me of that story for sure. Did he get it? <laughs> yeah, and it bit the hell out of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But no, every, every, everything was fine, I think, except for his hands. <laughs> yeah, when, when morons start feeding the seagulls, I have to take a walk. Mm. I cannot stand when they're squawking and swo- swooping. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, they come in huge squads. Oh, too. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> it is fun seeing them, like... I used to love just throwing uh, French fries up into the air whenever I was on the shore. Warren! Like, I, you know, look. You know. <laughs> Well, I would be walking the other way. That's what I'm saying. When somebody does that, I'm like, ow. What happens when you throw a handful of french fries in the air? Uh, uh, then the seagulls, they just swarm. Yeah, it's incredible. They're like little fighter jet You, you know that I have an urban child. Like, yeah. you, know you know that, that like, I do not have, like, beach. What happens? You know that scene at the end of Platoon? Mm. Uh, <laughs> the same thing. Yeah. for spring. spring it's called that <laughs> I love I love the form of the poem. I really like the way that it goes back and forth between the I and the he. Yeah. And, yeah. and all of the, the statements um, are fantastic. Yeah, so slushies, this one has a lot more air and it's mm. and it's dialogue E, right? So there's uh, um, italics and a lot of space. It's a wide one as well. It's going across the page, but yeah, it's different. And I just keep thinking about like, is this death intentional or not? <laughs> is that- uh, I don't <laughs> believe so. He's it's going for a white pearl and does not know that it is that Mento. 
Oh, it's a mistake. He did okay. sip his diet soda, though, so he had it coming. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm curious about is, is the eye an actual French fry? <laughs> Mine coated in olive oil, oh, garlic, shit. sea salt, tears, uh, and smooth jazz. Interesting. <laughs> I think you hit the head for sure. Okay, so did the reader explode as well? Like, it was just, like, caught up in whatever he happened to eat during the course of the poem? Oh, my God, you're right. The speaker is a French fry. Stop it, you guys. <laughs> no, he's watching. It's like the other poem, all the lyrics. Wow, my mind is exploding. Oh, it's a past <laughs> Listen, listen. You and I could be coated in olive oil, garlic, sea salt, tears, and smooth jazz. Yeah. But no. I don't, how is the French fry coated in the smooth jazz? Mm. At a restaurant. We're at the beach. Yeah. A beach restaurant. <laughs> exactly. It's yeah. whatever Wearing was coming out the jazz. boom box the, you know, on the boardwalk. Some other person, some rando, got a plate of French fries from a beach restaurant that had smooth jazz playing mm. and then left one on the sand. But the seagull would have already eaten them up. They can't even have this conversation. If he was an actual like- French fry, he'd be et. Mm. <laughs> well, no, because he, like- he's- no, he's more interested in this pearl mm-hmm. yeah. of mm-hmm. mento. Mm, I don't know. They have a lengthy convo. I think the seagull have would have just had devoured them. The seagull—they have no. Oh, totally! Almost every time no I go to the beach, span. what I do is I stay until everybody else leaves, and then the seagulls come up. Those seagulls, I don't mind. The ones that come and we have a meditative moment. We just stare in each other's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like any Dillard's the weasel. I do that with seagulls. <laughs> Marion, you should know this. <laughs> Look, this conversation might be my favorite. Sam's trying to be hard. Oh, no. I was going to say that I like Jason said that he his brain exploded. And it makes me think about like the poem itself. Like my lover squawks and squawks. Like kind of we're all squawking, like reading this. <laughs> sure. And then we are loving this and squawking. And then we explode when we start piecing it together. Right. And so I love like everything like meta happening in like both these poems. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's excellent. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, isn't right. That's why squawk didn't bother me coming from a human either. You know what I mean? When you assume it's a human, Mm -hmm. you know, it works as well. It reminds me of like a film treatment or a skit written up (laughs) real quickly. Yeah. No, I, I, I think it's, I, I, I like it on, on all levels. Mm. <laughs> you like it whether the speaker's a person or a French fry? Is that what you're saying? Uh, well, one, the speaker is clearly a French fry. <laughs> yep. but, uh, no, but, but I, I do, I do. I like it as a conversation between lovers that's sort of mysterious and surreal. I like it as a conversation between a French fry and a um, seagull. I like it everywhere. Um, I like it mysterious. I like it... Um, with a fox in a box. <laughs> in a house, in a I, I like this poem, Kathy. I am. <laughs> Marion, what was your title? What was your title for this? You know, I, I have to change it. It was "How Big Is an Alligator Heart." That was the original title. But now it could now it could be the speaker is clearly a French fry. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> or, how, or how about even, did you guys hear Jason? Did you hear Jason? He said one. 
the speaker is clearly <laughs> I would we would need the one too if we go for that as a title. Perfect. We could have such lists as of alternative titles. And t-shirts. Oh, I like I like t-shirts. Mm-hmm. We haven't had t-shirts thing, in a long time. We haven't. Like not since the fund me t-shirts. That's true. Yeah. That's true. The one thing that is interesting to me is okay, so the first um uh comparison we have is it's your body is slick like construction equipment. Um, but then it's your body is like a French fry on a laminated paper plate. And for me, like the Can slickness I- of construction equipment is more related to the laminated paper plate than than the French fry. Can so, I explain this one real quick? Yes, <laughs> yes <laughs> please, please. A French fry, think about how you could use it to smooth out the sand and make a runway for their unhurried strut. And then once it's smoothed out, it might as well be a laminated paper plate. It is so smooth. Mm, mm. Yeah, maybe. And and you know what, Sam, before I knew it was the seagull, but then it even became more accurate. I just thought it was the desire. Your body is like a French fry. I want you. Mm. Right? I want you on a laminated paper plate. Right. I thought, like, your body, like, is... Crisp, like hard, but like soft. I think it's another good one. That's a good one. Wait, this is serious. It's but but it's all it's all desire. It's all desire. This is like a body positivity power. It's it's all desire. It's all good. Yeah, it wouldn't be bad for someone to want you the way that a seagull wants a french fry, just like sitting by itself. Hell yeah. But then you get to the end, and it's kind of like after all of that, he wanted to go for this little pearl that was outside. Yeah. French fry was ready to be eaten. And uh, yeah. Love and is then there, he saw you the pearl. The kills you. Mm. Yeah. You always yeah. think there's something better somewhere else. Son of a bitch. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow, wow. Did we really go there? Holy smoke. (laughs) Not unbidden. Not unbidden. I think this poem wanted us to go there. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it it, it took us there. Yes. It held our hand on the way. Mm. (laughs) Then gave a soul-curdling squawk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my word. Kiddos. Did we vote? Is there is there more to say? Like I feel well, like there's we, a lot we, more to say. So I think deep. we can spend the rest of the afternoon in this studio <laughs> squawking, squawking. This would be a good place to hide for cover, Joe. <laughs> there's no food or water, but from from what? I don't know <laughs> anything. A flock of seagulls. Mm. <laughs> the band. <laughs> Like if they're chasing you. I think, I think they're touring, they're touring with Tears for Fears. Are they really? Isn't Tears for Fears just the one guy now though? It's just, te- just tears. Tear. Is it just tears? Yeah, there are tear. no more fears. Or tear for fear. Tear for fear. <laughs> Let's vote, kids. Okay. <laughs> one, two, three, vote. <laughs> and it's unanimous. Woohoo! Woo! Well done. Can we all squawk? <laughs> you know what? I, I don't that, think I have a squawk. What? Which uh, children's movie was it where the seagulls would all would all like be around and be going mine, 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 mine? 
See, that's another thing. That would be all right if your lover did that. Mine, mine. <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> uh, all right, then. Um, anybody have anything to say? Other than thank you, Ryan, I haven't had this much fun on a podcast in a really long time. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> thank yeah, this you. Was really, really wonderful. I, I, uh, I, I felt they were both going to get in, but while we were talking about that first one, my, my heart already started. My heart, 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 heart. Your crocodile heart. heart. Alligator. Yeah, alligator. My alligator heart started to, started to feel like squoze, and I'm like, I hope everybody else likes this. I will have so mm. much regret and and horror if this doesn't get in. Arr, I want to look at it forever, mm. you know. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm happy. I'm happy about both of them. They're super fun to play in. Mm. Thank you so much, Ryan Bollenbach. And um, I guess on that note, slushies, uh, tell us how we're doing. Tell us what you're thinking. Tell us if you have ideas of what you'd like us to talk about. And um, thank you, everyone, for being here. And keep reading. Woo-hoo! Come to every single one of these. <laughs> <laughs>